so much for all of your support i've been a little social butterfly and have not had a free sunday for almost three weeks which is a joke but i'm back now and uh, i'm ecstatic because uh, patrick has been fishing and while he was standing at the lake he was able to reel in one heck of a catch and uh, that would be mr peter shreepal for the people is joining us here um, in chat uh, on the uh, feed and uh, here on the podcast. So, Peter, welcome to the FTCC. Yay! Hello, everyone. Yay! Peter, <laughs> Peter, you're a beautiful mermaid. Really, I'm a mermaid. I thought I was a fish. <laughs> wow, a mermaid! <laughs> That's all you can come up with, Pat. Thanks. I'm, I'm, I took a muscle muscle relaxer and I'm drinking beer. So, uh, what do you want from yeah, me? Yeah. Uh, this show could get really interesting really fast. Um, Mike is currently attending a wedding, and so he will be joining us shortly, um, which is very nice. Uh, congratulations to the bride and groom. We don't know who that is, but they probably won't listen either. Anyway, so we are here this evening. Um, just to uh, jump right in, we're going to uh, jump in with Peter right away. Um so, Peter, you, you, you've been a, a wee bit busy since you left Flight Test yep, very, very uh, a little bit ago. <laughs> um, so tell, uh, for those of you who don't know Peter Shreepal, Peter was an integral part of Flight Test for, what, almost two years, wasn't it? I think it was about two and a half or so, something like that, yeah. So about that time frame. Yeah. So uh, for two years, and uh, then he, he ventured off to do his own thing, and frankly, he's killing the internet. He's, he's being quite. He's being a little successful on his YouTube channel. Just, just, just a smidge. So, uh, Peter, why don't bit. you, uh, why don't you tell us a little bit about what your uh, your history uh, of uh, how you got into uh, and with flight test, and then uh, how you develop your YouTube show. Well, it's really weird. Like, I, I remember flight test like way back in the day. Like, uh, there's this thing called, like, the JR Indoor Festival. Like, I'm not sure if any of you guys, like, remember that thing, but it was, like, this indoor flying. And Flight Test went there, and I was, like, and they were, like, running around the camera, so I was, like, who are these guys? Like, what do they want? And I was, like, oh, you want to, like, film a segment or something? I was, like, okay, we'll see how long this goes. Because I've seen people come and go and do that stuff, and, you know, they always seem to fall flat on their face. But I didn't really know how big Flight Test was going to become seeing that. Because then I kept seeing more and more Flight Tests. I was, like, hmm. You know, this thing is actually kind of growing, and then at the uh, the Neff indoor flying, I it, that thing was like in Geneva at the time. I don't think they even do that one anymore, but uh, that's one. No, oh, you're right. Yeah, that's the one they did with the X19, the thing, the V44, I think, plane that I built, and that was my first like real flight test episode-y thing. Was so, that the tilt rotor? Yeah, the tilt rotor thing that I no longer have anything left of. We, we put a, we put a firework in that thing and blew it up. <laughs> in in typical fashion, <laughs> how to get rid of an airplane? Oh, right there. Yeah, how to get rid of an airplane? One one. Just put a firework in it. <laughs> yeah. it, it was like the size. Of, the shell was the size of this thing. It was one of those aerial mortar firework type things. It looked like a yep. in the ground. It was pretty. It was pretty great. 
wait, wait, wait. So, so, so I've been told that uh, you, of all people, were a little skeptical of uh, the Coolins got a hold of <laughs> I knew those were going to be bad, but I, I didn't. I, at first, I was like, "All right, quarter stick." You probably went to like the local firearm store, and then you know, just, <laughs> no. you know, ooh, that's an M8. Then they shows up with this thing. I'm like, "Oh, oh God, pull your hand off!" That. <laughs> <laughs> like that's real explosive stuff right there. That's not even firework anymore. That's just that's that's just pure fun. Oh, Straight up man. explosive. Oh, oh good lord! So uh, after the uh, after the. Um, the Telt Rotor episode, you, you were still around for a couple of uh, recordings, uh, doing some other projects that you were working on. I don't remember what those were now. I'm trying to think back on what, what other episodes you were in prior to actually being there. Yeah, I, I know it was a couple of them. <laughs> I think one of them was, one of them must have been one of the cargo planes um, at one of the indoor events. Yeah. And then it, you had just started at FT right right around that time as well. Yeah, I think it was our, I think the first episode it was on was the uh, I think that was the freaking Radian one, the Micro Radian. Man, that was awkward. That's right. Uh, along with the Tide Water, yeah, that was bad too. <laughs> so <laughs> just just a line of bad aircraft, well, like back to back to back well, to back. The, the <laughs> Micro Radians are right. Micro yeah, Radians are fun, but <laughs> I mean they're not Tilbraders. <laughs> no. So then, uh, so then, what led Flight Test to start asking you to do those really e- eccentric projects? I don't know. I think uh, I don't know. I think in, in some way they were like shopping for a replacement because you know David had to go back to Sweden at the time, so they wanted someone to kind of you know build something weird at least to get those like the big views. Because if you looked, if you actually go back and look on their page, like the videos for the most viewed stuff, a lot of that stuff is mostly involving David. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So yep. they need more of that higher ranking stuff because that's what makes you grow on YouTube as far as subscribers. Right. It draws people to your channel. Right. No, absolutely right. Absolutely right. So then I think what came next was the helicarrier. So <laughs> what inspired the helicarrier? <laughs> well, the uh, funny thing is you say that, uh, like, even before working at Flightus, I had a helicarrier. I had a yes. one. So, oh. I, I think they threw that away at flight test. I, I put it up in the attic, and I, I don't know what it is with Austin and Alex, but they like to go on these binges where they just take everything and throw it all away. But I was like, oh, no. To me. Someone could use that, but it's like, ah, whatever. Yeah. I guess it's all old news at this time. But uh, uh, And indoor, indoor vi- flying, you know, those things were, like, really new to me at the time, and I think those things are still really new in general. So they have this, you know, those indoor airplanes, they fly around really slow and all that. And I was like, you know what we need? We need like a moving target to like land to like hit our airplanes on. So I took an RC car and put an aircraft carrier shell over top of it. Now this is some really old stuff, like from back from two thousand eight that I was doing, like way before any of this stuff happened. And on, at our local indoor flying, and they'd love landing on it. And then I was like, you know, it'd be really cool if that thing could fly. So then I bought some big <laughs> and stuff. Uh, funny thing is, Laser Toys at the time were the first to ever give me anything. So big shout out to them. Uh, nice. So yeah, he gave me motors for that, and I had that thing flying around a couple of seasons at the uh, indoor. But that was a small helicarrier, and you know, then there's the actual one that you see on the flight test episode, which is the really the bigger one. Yeah, and that's the one where you had the Avro motors and the uh, the the big deck that everyone flies off of. Yep. Um, 
And what what was the flight controller that you were running in that again? That was a KK2 board. <laughs> That's the part that I absolutely love about that whole thing, because at the time, I think the uh, the Nays F1s were yep. beginning to make an appearance at that time. And yet you went with Old Faithful, the KK2. <laughs> it like, uh, I had problems with other stuff. Like I was supposed to use the Vector in it. But for some mm-hmm. reason, Eagle Tree decided to only put six motor outputs on it. Oh, goodness. I'm like, why not an Octo at the, at the most? I mean, like, come on. Yeah. Especially because a lot of like big AP rigs that we u- would utilize the vector was very, uh, you know, they 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 need the extra motor output to be able to lift that stuff. I'm really surprised. Right, yeah, it didn't make any sense to me. I'm pretty sure whoever was doing the marketing on that uh, probably wasn't weighing in all their options, or there was some kind of disconnect somewhere. But uh, either way, it really should have an eight. It would have been a nice, nice control with eight outputs. No, absolutely right. So, so the the helicarrier was really what started picking up the the YouTube stuff, and then of course Star Wars starts coming out, and the uh, <laughs> you build a you built a star destroyer that was too big to leave the shop. Yeah, that thing had to be cut in half to get it off the door. <laughs> that was like the largest, like most insane thing I've done in a, in a while, or actually ever. Like, well, technically not true. That airplane right there, that is almost the same. Thing yeah. So far. I was gonna say before you went independent. So you um, you had uh, a, a family circumstance, which I think a lot of people can empathize with, where you wanted to go back and help the family out, yeah. uh, which I think is extremely commendable. Um, but it really allowed you to kind of branch out and do your own thing. So kind of talk a little bit about the uh, start of your YouTube stuff. Well. The funny thing is, you know, the weird thing is, like, I never really knew what I wanted to do after school and all that. I still don't really know what I want to do in general. I mean, this could this could be very very well temporary for me. Like, a few years down the road, I may not even be doing YouTube anymore. I would really like to continue doing YouTube, but for this foreseeable way of seeing things, if that's a thing, uh, YouTube it seems to be a really sketchy kind of thing right now. Like, you know, you got the whole politically correct asylum going on, and everyone's getting banned left and right for having an opinion on, God forbid, anything. And they're just banning you, or, or demo- not really banning you, but forcibly demonetizing you, so you can't like, app, like make money on anything. And this is like hitting people on both sides of the equation. I'm not really going to go into politics. I don't think anyone cares about that. But the way that I see it is, if YouTube is YouTube, it should be about you know you, the people, like people doing whatever they want because it's like it's bigger that way. But if they start shutting down people on like doing random topics or whatever, then I, I lose interest in YouTube, and other people have been losing interest in YouTube, and I'm I'm getting kind of burned on this deal either way. Like I still kind of keep it, you know, sort of PG, PG 13 ish, you know, at least mm-hmm. on the uh, channel, but so I can live for now. But at the same time, like I'm having friends that are getting hit in the, in the checkbooks and it's not a, not necessarily a good thing. But as mm-hmm. what was the original question again? I, I, I got off tangent. <laughs> yeah, no, that's okay. It was more on uh, how you got your, your start oh, yeah. and decided that you would go independent. But, uh, as far as like, yeah, coming back home, I really had to help my mom with that because we lost people at the restaurant. It's really hard to find, you know, these people work for that kind of thing. Everyone's like, oh, I can just go work in our restaurant, get more money. It's like, okay, bye. And uh, they do that. So and then they come back later on, which is the funny part. But um, yeah, so I'd help with that. Typical. In the meantime, you know, I don't have to work just lunch, which is only like two or three hours a day, which isn't, you know, really even a full work day. So I, I was figuring... You know, I spent all that time at Flight Test. I had a YouTube channel well before Flight Test. I was making videos just kind of on the fun side, even though I never really thought about doing it fully professionally. So I, and I said, you know, 
I'm going to take a crack at this YouTube thing and see if I can do it myself. So that's why I kind of just started to just build things. Because I didn't really see too much of that going on with channels purely focused on emphasizing on just building stuff. Like the most people I know are the Colin Furs guy. You know, the guy that made that crazy hover bike with the two, you know, pair of yep. yeah. kind of legs off. If people think this airplane is bad, that thing is bad. And what this is, they're blocks about, you know, a couple thousand feet or so. But uh, then this uh, Hacksmith, which is another cool channel, I think he only really started getting popular about two years ago. I actually went up to Canada and met him. We did some stuff uh, there too, along with William Osmond, which is the other guy who's, who's a little bit, he's got some screws loose. <laughs> but uh, yeah, I just kind of wanted to make stuff. So there you go. Yeah, oh, it, that's fantastic. It, it's been fairly well received. I mean, I looking at your uh, YouTube page, you're just shy of four hundred thousand subscribers, and that doesn't, like you were saying earlier, that doesn't even touch on how many uh, views you've had. Yep. Yeah, so, that's the thing. I kind so of- I, you you're you kind of exploded early on. I mean, you were, in my opinion, very very successful uh, with your channel. Yeah, that's it's exciting thing. to see. I didn't really understand how, how that kind of worked out. Like, I was kind of just plugging along. I would just do things mainly for fun. I would but obviously kind of, like, tweak it a little bit, like, turn some screws and kind of figure out where things need to be and kind of follow what other channels did. And simply just wrote it out. And I did have the initial bump from flight test, but uh, there wasn't much promotion going on at the time, so I was just kind of trying to organically grow it as much as possible. And, yeah, it was hard, but... Luckily, the following from people that knew me from flight test and then knew me from my film and tape days, which is an older channel. Sure. Yeah. Uh, that kind of got that initial kickstart. Like, YouTube is the hardest thing to get from zero to a thousand. To, if you can get from yeah. zero to a thousand, you just got to ride out that wave a little bit longer. As long as you're still making unique or like unique different content that people can't really get elsewhere, that mm-hmm. time frame from a thousand to a hundred thousand is a lot shorter than that zero to a thousand spot. Because as no. soon as you get a little bit of a spark, it's kind of like, you know, an engine, you're sitting there just kind of, you know, just priming it, keep flicking it, you know, it doesn't really move and you just keep doing this over and over and over. And then it starts to turn over and it starts firing on a few cylinders and actually, you know, it just starts running and then you're done. Yeah, it, absolutely. It has yeah. to die though, because I've seen it die on me a couple of times already. But oh, yeah. not very bad. I've just seen the revenue. I don't know. Google says you can't really talk about the revenue. Well, let's just say it's pretty low. Okay. Yeah. And the other hey, thing Joel. is here in, in this setting. Yes, go for it. FYI, uh, our YouTube channel subscribe is 383, so so we need to spin that crank some more, I guess. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've we've got a decent community who follows us. Well, the we, we're working on promotion today. stuff. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about us later. Um, but um, yeah, in terms of what you'll oh there he is. So uh, welcome, Mike. Mike. Hey, how we doing, oh, guys? Don't, don't you look handsome? Are you wearing How's khakis? the wedding? Uh, yes, black khakis. <laughs> ah, there you go. Black khakis. So uh, now you've got the the three Stooges um, chit chatting to you uh, here, Peter. Um, the uh, so we we were going on to uh, to talk about some of the more popular videos that you've had. Um, so. Kind of going into the ones that you've seen more of a spike in viewership on, um, was was the fl- uh, fire truck and Thomas the Tank Engine in the top top uh, ranking? The top one is that stupid RC cars video, like the, the flying RC cars number two. Personally, that was like my worst edit of like all time. Like I didn't care for how, how I put that one together. I just threw it together. I was like, I just want to get this piece of garbage out of here. I know I can do better, but 
you know, hacking stuff together or hopping, whatever seems to work really well mm-hmm. as far as, you know, keeping an audience, like, kind of engaged. Sure. Quickly. That thing, is, like, that thing has, like, 7.2 million views, which is, like, stupid. Wow. <laughs> I'm, like, I don't understand that, but it is what it is. My, my favorite. And then, uh, go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Sorry. Go ahead. We we have the KFC bucket thing, you know that thing's at two point something million views. Wow! I, I didn't I didn't really know how that one's gonna perform. I thought it was gonna perform pretty good if I can get it just right. Funny thing is KFC actually messaged me on Twitter asking me to use that thing. <laughs> I said sure, go ahead, but can really? I like, respond? And they never responded. I'm just oh. like, you guys, oh, what? That's free marketing. What the heck? <laughs> yeah, they should have gave you a free right. chicken for a year. That's right. <laughs> Give me some gold. Old KFC credit card that gets me free, like exactly. Yeah. Oh, so, that's well, funny. Well, actually, they didn't technically lose out. They still got that free, that free sweet, sweet advertising revenue. Right, you lost. Yeah, out. exactly. You lost out on that extra crispy yeah. fried chicken, brother. Well, when I make my Magnus effect helicopter, they they can suck it because I'll go somewhere else. <laughs> Wendy's like Wendy's chili cups or something. There you go. That'd be the way to do it. Use uh, four of them instead of the two and just see how that goes. <laughs> so one of my favorites of yours still to this day is the uh, Winnebago skateboard, electric skateboard. I still want one of those. Yep. That is so cool, man. Oh, like right there. So there it is. Oh, I love that thing. Oh, yep. that's so awesome. I love it. It's like my child. Like that, that was like those things were all around in my childhood. You know, those Tonka. Well, and that, I might even had one of those. It's like from 1970-something. <laughs> yeah, right. I was born in 1970. Oh, my God. Uh, I just feel older every time I get on this thing with you guys. <laughs> Hello. By the way, I'll just I'll just point out that millennials take up 50% of this conversation right now. So you two watch what you say. <laughs> We're Scary. Yeah, right. We're, we're, we're surrounded times. by a bunch of hipsters. <laughs> I'm, I'm not a hipster. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I categorize myself as nerd. <laughs> I categorize myself as an attack helicopter. <laughs> That's how you self-identify. <laughs> I like it. That's definitely way to do uh, it. I like My gender it. is heavily armed. <laughs> <laughs> Mine is too normally. Oh. Uh, Okay, I think we have a show Mike title, guys. Back. <laughs> that didn't take long. <laughs> <laughs> I, li- I like the attack helicopter, though. That's pretty good. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I think heavily armed is good, too. Well, yeah. <laughs> 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 oh, that's fun stuff. So, um, so uh, wait, do you guys... Wait, 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 oh, wait, boy. Wait. Oh, wait, 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 wait. Before... Oh, boy. <laughs> oh, yeah, he's he's heavily armed right now. <laughs> Yeah. Very okay. good. Very yeah, good, Peter. Go. Proud yeah. of you. <laughs> no big deal. <laughs> oh, Go that's my house uninvited, please. <laughs> yeah, no, don't. Don't do that. No, request an invite yeah, first. That's, Joel, that's one thing about we Americans. We we do like our uh, we do like to be armed. Yes. Yeah, yeah. So do we Brits, except uh, of the pointy variety as opposed to the uh, lead variety. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you d- you don't hear of too many. Uh, well, you hear of uh, gun crime in the UK, but mostly they're using shotguns because that's legal. Because like acid attacks or something. Yeah, that's that's another one. 
<laughs> because you know people have to get creative, but uh, it's ridiculous. Yeah, it is what it is. People are just gonna kill people. It's like just. I know. It's the truth. It's absolutely the truth. So, uh, so some of the other videos that I have so greatly enjoyed are, you know, just the building. Um, so obviously, I think a lot of the reason that people want to start asking questions is uh, the the big project that you have kind of that way. Oh, yeah, um, that way. Yeah, that you know, this one. Yeah, that that thing. So talk a little bit um, because you teased what you were going to kind of do as a foam model. So what the heck inspired you to build an ultralight? <laughs> well, I don't know. I'm kind of jealous. Like Josh gets to find that Pete and Paul, whatever. I bought that, you know, that, that well, airplane that I yeah, didn't the, buy. Because, yep. you know, that stuff. Like, uh, I don't know. I don't know why I built this airplane because I ended up putting myself back in, back in a bad situation. Mainly because uh, I sold the airplane that I bought at Flight Test because, you know, Flight Test was supposed to, like, acquire the destination location, which I think they are actually going to do, which is really, really cool. I can't wait to see what happens with that. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah. that was going to be basically free rent for me and all that. And uh, not really anymore. And especially because I moved, like, three hours away, that wouldn't even be convenient for me to have an airplane there. So now yeah. I had to sell that airplane at the time because I need money. I actually got LASIK, too, so I don't need glasses anymore, which is pretty cool. Oh, oh fantastic. You. Congratulations. More of the deal with like flying and stuff and like losing my glasses and not being able to see, which seems kind of bad. Eyeballs. Logical reasoning. So I couldn't. So I got LASIK after that. Then I had no money, and then I went to Oshkosh, and I was like, I was sleeping with the uh, another guy named Dewey Davenport. You should check out his channel. He does a lot of like aviation vloggy stuff. He uh, he actually has like a, a new standard, which is like a an old bi nineteen thirty seven biplane or whatever, and. uh he has his own like hangar. It's really cool, but I hang out with him. He has a bunch. Yeah, of oh, that do it. Yeah, yeah. I've seen him. Uh, his from Adam Drain. Yeah, yeah, Andrew, yeah. He's a cool dude. Yeah. Oh, is that that little red? That, that little red bad boy. Really cool. Was the little red biplane, Peter? Sorry. Oh yeah. yeah. Audio might have been. Was it? Yeah, yeah. I've seen that. Yeah, because Adam Adam shared that. Adam Drain shared that. Yeah. Yeah. Seems like a cool dude. Yeah. So that was the official inspiration. So, so talk a little bit about the design because I'm sure it's just a smidge different from model airplanes. Yeah, I'm so <laughs> <laughs> you scared him off. Joel. Stand by. Yeah. Well, are you surprised? No. Model airplanes. All oh, this. I just I threw <laughs> this thing up in CAD. I was like, you know what? I'm just gonna make something that seems about right for two engines, biplane, so it's slow. Uh, a boxy kind of like cargo plane fuselage because I built plenty of those. You know, that seems to work all right. Uh, let's put some wheels on it and let's go build an airplane. So I designed that airplane in about eight hours, just to kind of like <laughs> everything that I wanted and simply just started cutting foam. There was no other thought to it. Wow. That is fantastic. So that is something that I have wanted to do for so long. So when I saw you doing it, I I, I just was crazy excited, and, I, and I was like, "Well, we got to come on the podcast." It, it was a terrible idea. What? Like, if, if <laughs> yeah, it's terrible. I, I, it's really awful. I, like, you're you're, I, you're you're building an airplane on the fly, dude. Yeah, that's the problem. Like, <laughs> <laughs> I've never built an airplane but I before. Love it. I don't know what to expect. 
I'm using like oversized hardware because I'm paranoid a little bit. So I've you kind of built some things. So now this airplane yes. is really pushing about 100, 190 pounds as is. And what's the, the limit? Power system. So the power system will add about 30 pounds to that. That puts me at a 220 pounds. I'm slow at math. And, you know, my, my legal limit is 254, which I cannot go over. Okay. That's before okay. pilot. So. Okay. So that's just yeah. the airframe itself. It's got to be 254. Yep. It's got to be okay. 254. Yeah. Uh, ready to go. Minus fuel. But the FAA doesn't count batteries as fuel. So that's part of dead weight of aircraft. So FAA is kind of like giving you the finger with that kind of stuff, mm. which is not really cool. Mm. So but hopefully they'll fix that eventually. At least that's what people are speculating, especially with electric ultralights and all that. So yeah, that's, that's sure, all sure, sure. game. Yeah. So, so uh, I, this is the part that I am most amazed at is uh, all of the materials that you have been able to get with the exception of obviously some uh, aircraft grade um, stuff is mostly readily available at a local hardware store. Yep, you can get all almost all the building materials. You can pretty much get at Lowe's. There's there are some uh, stick of spruce in this thing, but mainly because I could just order like you know a twenty dollar like random grab box. I was like you know I'll just throw it in the cart, see if anything's useful. And I found tons of useful stuff from aircraft spruce, but that stuff is insane. Like when you look at the price of spruce compared to like popular, you're paying yeah. like like ridiculous amounts. Like I, I I'm bad at math, so I'm not going to start firing off numbers, but it was just stupid. So I was like, you know what, screw it. I'm going with popular. And someone conducted tests on popular, and it, popular seemed to be stronger. And from my actual experience screen with it, popular seems to be a little bit tougher than the spruce. It's a little bit heavier, but then I looked at like the FAA, like whatever whatever like home building book they have and the FAA says poplar is, is not as strong as spruce. I'm like, really? Cause of the way I've used it and the way that people have been testing it, poplar seemed to have like, seemed to have uh, outperformed spruce. So I'm like, okay. Mm. Okay. Okay. Now. Are, are you at, are you at, are you at least using aircraft grade apply uh, for the, for the spark cap strips? I, uh, well, this the spark caps. There, I didn't really put any any caps on the side. I'm just relying on the foam. Well, itself. I mean, top and bottom. Yeah, yeah. The foam carries the shear, but the top and bottom where the compression and the tension. Oh, uh, no, that, that, that's a solid piece of poplar. Okay. Okay. All the way through. Cool. Okay. Good. So the rest of the stuff is all pretty much readily available. Um, and you've you've also been doing some testing as of late uh the latest video that you had out uh showed that you were doing some cg testing with weight and um, before we got recording you were expressing some interesting facts about your center of gravity and a certain issue uh, that you can't unfortunately correct so do you want to talk about the uh cg woes a little bit yeah yeah i'll just take you over there i'm like we'll just go and look at the airplane i guess <laughs> <laughs> Let's uh, and for all of those who are audio only listeners, I'm going to highly encourage that you go over to our YouTube page. It's uh, youtube.com forward slash FTCC podcast, and you'll be able to see this as we're talking through the uh, airplane here as well. This tail section is just way too heavy, so that's the problem. I overbuilt the tail section, so it weighs about like 10 pounds. So I'm not very happy about that. And you know, 10 pounds at 10, 10 feet away, that's like a what is That's that? 100, 100 pounds. Of yeah. Uh, whatever that is works out to be. So that means I have to counter that out at 100 pounds for one foot, I believe, if that was the fulcrum was on that side. Yeah. I, I don't, mm -hmm. I'm bad with math. I'm just getting in it and doing it. So right now, the CG is like a little too far back. Because, uh, well, we replaced the wheel there. You can kind of see that. 
But uh, I got to make the CG measurement device and figure that out before I mount the engine. So that's my big dilemma with this thing. Because right now I'm yeah. thinking about the motors. They're either going to be mounted like somewhere here. I really wanted them to be a pusher so I don't have these big spinny boys, like, you know, spin around trying to cut my arm off. They yep. could be further away from me, but it looks like they might have to be about right here, like, like lined oh, up with my leg. So I'm like, if this rock yeah. explodes, it's going to go through my leg and sever one of my arteries or whatever, and I'll bleed out before I even get to land. <laughs> Such so what so what peter is saying so is he's thinking yeah he is thinking of every possible thing that could go wrong so what about um have you considered lining the cockpit with kevlar uh the problem is it's an, it's, it's an open cockpit design so you know you still get you still get this big old yeah you got these big uh these big skinny boys right here like oh, this man. thing you know <laughs> <it's> like, <laughs> prop. Just, He's just so to probably. give, ju- just to give people a uh, an audio visual of what e- exactly is going on here. One length of the side of the propeller is as long as Peter's arm, and the size is about a quarter of Peter's head. The motor itself. <laughs> no, it's yeah, as it's big about. As I, I would say it's a, almost as big as his head. That it's a so, gadget right there. <laughs> yeah so and he plans on having two of these um uh, either outboard facing rear so it is a pusher or out towards the front and it being a tractor so that's the part that he's figuring yep. out and i gotta figure out my battery yeah. batteries too because there's a thing that says you you can't uh what, what is it you, you're not supposed to extend the motor uh the motor to battery connection has to be around 12 inches or less it's usually better that way well, uh, I forgot what it is, but there's some kind of electronical thing going on there. Uh, but, but, but if you upsize your wiring, that should you should be able to run it further. Well, they said if, even if you do even if you do bigger gauge, the longer run itself will destroy the caps in the ESC because of voltage ripples or something in the line. So you're supposed to extend mm. the motor to ESC side, which which is uh, what I'm probably going to have to do. But I need to figure out what gauge I need for this because you know the uh, voltage loss is a longer run, so. I need to figure that out, but then it becomes a problem of just carrying around giant loads of silicon wire, which is not, you know, awesome. Uh, the heavier the wire is, the worse the plane flies. Um, we all know that. Sure. Yeah, so. Sure. Uh, absolutely right. So are you expecting the uh, the throttle to be responsive, or are you expecting it to kind of be like a gasser where you pump the throttle, wait five seconds, and then it then it will move? Uh, I think it'll be pretty, pretty, pretty on demand, just firewall the throttle and it should go it should okay. be fantastic yeah, this isn't that much disc area like hilariously enough this is not that much disc area for this kind of airplane so it's like it's gonna be that, that's excellent what is the excellent prop so you know you, yeah uh, it's a go. two inch prop so it's like swinging around the yard so it's around the yard yeah it's just shy of a meter fantastic well, yeah so <laughs> we got some really interesting comments coming in uh, of the chat. Uh, someone was saying if they wanted to go ahead and make a Google Whoop with four of those, that that's kind of entertaining. Oh, yeah, I didn't. I forgot. I read the chat. Oh, yeah, it's Bobby Ninja. Yep. 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 <laughs> so we got we got a we got a we got a couple of uh, of uh, characters here in chat. So guys, thank you so much for joining oh, yeah, us. Oh yeah, I recognize. Yeah, Stan. So things over there in the corner. Hang out. I think I think they'll probably enjoy this. Guys, oh, okay. We're moving again. For those of you listening to the podcast, uh, Peter is now walking through his basement. 
we see his airplane. Past the airplane, past airplane. <laughs> and the tail. <laughs> it pretty much takes up the entire basement. Yeah, Stan, Stan it, it is currently chilling over in the corner. <laughs> oh, there it is. <laughs> I'll, I'll find oh, it again later on, but not for a while. Yeah. Get so, um, first. so you you had mentioned you have a goal as to when you plan on flying this. So, talk a little bit about when when you expect to get this thing off the ground. Well, I'm trying to fly about two weeks from now. So, two weeks uh, from now. Two weeks from now. Yeah, that's the projected okay flying time. Too right. funny. Um, we we had a, a, a statement coming in from Elevate FPV. It says, "Pisa, please do not use linkage stoppers." Uh, stoppers <laughs> in this thing. <laughs> all AN hardware and all that crap that goes along yeah. with that. I know. I know. Uh, one of the uh, comments that came through on a on a recent video was something to do with your crimping. So, what exactly was it that you were incorrectly crimping? Uh, <laughs> there's just one thing involving this again. Like what? Like this cable is like not supposed to be like pinched like this, like at least around like a tight radius. You're supposed to put this little metal thimble thing in there. So I fixed that. But uh, that's an easy fix. But people, well, one only one guy was really having a problem with it. So I'm just gonna kind of discard that opinion, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, never mind. He was an AMP. No, exactly right. Oh my goodness gracious, that is fantastic. No, I mean, really, that's the number one thing you're gonna deal with when you when you're building something that people don't really see. Is you're gonna have a lot of naysayers. So you you really need to have your filter running. Uh, figure out like whether or not you should keep certain comments or discard things. You should listen to every single comment that you get. But you should be very willing to discard most opinions, especially if they come from people that don't really seem to know what they're talking about. You know, you see, uh, ladies, and, ladies and gentlemen, that is a life lesson from Peter yeah. Schreibel. Right <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, uh, I've seen this video, but like my my video posted on one of the Mobile um, Aircraft forums, and you have to really think about who who is visiting those forums. Generally, people that have only put together a plane out of a kit, which is like an RV, whatever, you know, it's, it's a Cessna of the humble world. Everything's done. Yes. And, yeah. uh, you know, very, very you know, one guy, one person that puts that together and they're suddenly an aviation expert on every single little thing. And then you actually get people that do know. By the way, we apologize to John Fury for uh, dissing the RV. <laughs> 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 uh, but first, uh, yeah, fun. this thing right here is one of these, uh, Swage it tool. It's just called swag tool, but you know it's called a swaging tool. Swag tool. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll take it. But uh, aircraft crew sells this. I've never heard of anyone having a problem with these, so I used it, and only one person complained about it and like made a big stink about it. And you know everyone loves to just click the up button when they see something that looks kind of fishy on YouTube. <sighs> trend where everyone kind of like does the lemmings thing. Or people don't know, mm -hmm. they just start clicking because it sounds right, like from some reputable, so they try to get that comment up top. You, you get a lot of that, so you just ignore it. Are you experiencing a lot of trolling on the videos that you've been putting out about the homemade plane? Uh, some people are like, that's an elaborate way to commit suicide. <laughs> 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 I don't know. Which you have acknowledged. <laughs> I'm, I'm, enjo I'm enjoying most of them, so it's like, nah, it's, it's not a big deal. I surprisingly don't get that many haters. I'm kind of sad about that, so I'm not doing it right. <laughs> well, clearly, you're a YouTube megastar, but you are clearly not a megastar of trolls. Well, which, but, uh, but I got to say, you know, I 
I have an engineering background and I look at the fuselage and the fuselage is a freaking tank. It's way overbuilt, but it made me feel good because you're going to be safe. It won't leave the ground. No, it will. It, it, I think it will. I think you'll be fine. Um, I, I, I do have concerns that you're going to meet weight. Um, have you, have you, uh, have you glassed the wings yet? You haven't. Uh, the wings are not glassed. But I'm only projecting to put about 10 pounds on the wings or less. Okay. Yeah. At least okay. from my experience using the stuff on the uh, empanage or the fuselage and glassing the tail and the weights that it's added, it's, it's really not been much at all. And the thing is okay. right. I used four ounce on the on the tail because my idiot friend Sam tricked me into using four ounce cloth, saying it was two ounce cloth. I was like, oh, oh, hey. screwing with me, and I, I put this thing on scale. I'm like 10 pounds. Oh no. Why is it 10 pounds? Oh, no. <laughs> oh, Sam. 10 feet out the back. Oh, Sam. So then I do the fuselage in two ounces. And I was like, yeah, this stuff's pretty nice. It, it, it's it's really game resistant and it will keep the foam from like kind of splitting. Sure. I'm really using it in. And for the wings, it'll keep sure. the wings like kind of capped off. The wings themselves, I'm 100% confident in flying them as is with just foam. But the problem is it gets sure. and dense. So uh, I bought a bunch of three yeah. to four ounce cloth. So I'm going to use that instead. So it'll cool. be super light. It should really only be around seven pounds for all the wings together. The wings so are that's excellent. The wings are beautiful, by the yeah, way. Yeah, they the, are. The the, uh, ah, the webbing that was cut. Oh my gosh, that's pretty. Uh, yeah, that's the thing with the camera too. Like the funny thing is, you know, camera really doesn't show the ugliest features in some things. Like if you look at this thing, you can kind of see where the hot wire kind of stopped and started a little bit and melted some sections. Because I have a lot of finishing work to do. <laughs> This is one thing I'm really YouTube, not looking forward to. Specifically. YouTube compression does beautiful things. <laughs> well, I mean, look, you're, you're, all of your weight's carried by the spars. The, the wing just, the ribs just maintain the airflow. Yep. Yep. No, it's, uh, and, <laughs> ju- yeah. <laughs> yeah. Tens. Uh, that's what I'm using for these. And I don't know the oh, PRPM. So I've just kind of gone off data I found on the internet. I did see one guy run one of these things up using a uh, oh crap it wasn't with this it was a, it was a CA120 which is like the same motor I believe slightly different but I'm just gonna plug this thing in once my speaker doors get here. I had to order speaker doors unfortunately I couldn't find anything that wanted to send me any speaker doors for this. So I I'm gonna like speaker doors and like cover them up so no one knows who who they who, who they came from but probably. Sure. For all of you who are wondering, uh, I think I ordered a. Put it from. Now I'm drawing a blank. It's uh. <laughs> it wasn't Hobby King. It wasn't Hobby King. I I, I trust Hobby <laughs> King a lot of things. I don't really trust him for speed controllers though. Like with speed no, controllers, have no. always been a little bit on the iffy side. But the motors have been perfect. The batteries have been perfect. I wish they could up their speed controller game, but that's one thing that Chinese don't seem to be very good at building at least large quantities. Mm. Oh, I. Oh, it was uh, Jetty. That's where I wear my speaker drawer from. So I Jetty, have- yeah, Jetty. That, okay. that ought to be good. That's a good, good yeah. quality, but uh, you know they're really expensive. So I'm yeah, like, they are. Sure, sure, sure. Are you getting a lot of? Uh, are you getting sponsorship offers, or um, are your patreons assisting you in the build process at all? Oh yeah, this, the patreons uh, super have helped a ton. Like I get about like five six hundred dollars a month uh, for this thing. I mean, it helps. It helps greatly. But that's mostly to take care of other stuff. Uh, sponsors have been kind of really hit and miss. Like you don't really know who you're you're asking from and who you're, you're going to get. Like sometimes you know you get people who know that you you've been on YouTube and they'll immediately give you stuff. Like FR Sky actually is hooking me up with like a, a new QX7S, which is awesome. pretty sweet. 
That's uh, fantastic. You know, one guy, you know, knows who I like, what I, what I do. Like I do a lot of RC stuff. However, yeah. you got my team motor. I'm going to get mad at them again. <laughs> like, you know, they <laughs> sent all that stuff. I'm like, you sent flight test stuff. I worked there. I'm the one who probably convinced you to give them that stuff. Cause you thought I was still working there, but I don't. Now I message you and I get paired with some idiot. It's part of their social media management part, the department that's too lazy to do any research. And then they said, no, you don't FPV good enough. And I'm like, uh, what? Don't FPV good enough? <laughs> oh my god! Um, because we're I all think, flying FPV with uh, motors that size. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you know FPV stands for first person view. I think that's about as first person as you can get. Yeah, that's <laughs> just, just throwing that out there. Right there. there. Yeah, that traps what it is. <laughs> Guys, I'm so I'm, I'm gonna duck out for a sec. I'll be back in a minute. Okay. That is. Totally fine. We'll hold down the fort for you, Pat. Thank you. Um, <laughs> um, so while he's gone, now we can ask some really fun, serious questions. How much do you like Pat? He's uh, <laughs> like a good guy. I don't, I don't know. I, I don't really have a problem with mostly anyone, if that's what you're really asking. I don't like to make well, enemies. Uh, you. Enemies always seem to come around and bite you in the rear, so therefore I prefer to run around not making enemies anywhere possible that, that that is a great Our mantra life. my friend another life lesson from pizza are looking for looking for you to slip up because everyone slips up eventually and, and everyone knows you know it'll come around to bite you in the rear if you if you behave poorly towards people yep that's that, absolutely 100, true 110 percent agree 110 percent agree um we're getting a lot of uh agreement on your uh there, there were a couple of questions coming through earlier about rpm on the motor and that's something that uh as you mentioned you're still in the process of testing um what is the amperage rating on the escs that you are getting from jetty uh they're 300 amps okay so that should be more enough because these motors are supposed to be 180 sure but, uh you know i don't know there, there's a bunch of variables going on and uh the weird thing is i might not be getting my full thrust out of these because uh the rated for 14s packs, and the problem is, where, where do you even find 14s packs? Like it's kind of you can't find two 7s packs. I'm like, everyone makes 6s packs. Nobody does. Nobody does 12. Or, uh, no, uh, sure. Seven, you know? So, I'm gonna be flying it on a 12s versus 14. So I'm already gonna be kind of screwed there because uh, I'm not gonna be having maximum power. But the nice thing is that I'll keep me running a little bit cooler because I'm pretty sure I'm gonna be on on the throttle the whole entire time. Yeah, yeah no, absolutely. I would say right. so. So. Um, what weather conditions are you hoping for during this maiden flight? Uh, I'm hoping for, you know, uh, about 20 to 30, uh, gusting to 45. Uh, <laughs> While it's snowing. Yeah, you know, all, all the good stuff. <laughs> I, I see conditions on the runway to assist with slippage. Yeah. <laughs> I'm looking for all that stuff because, you know, that's the thing you want for a plane that weighs, you know, like, not that much. Oh, that's fantastic. So, um, I uh, obviously, it, right now, with the intention of getting off the ground in about two weeks, what, what, what are your first couple of flights looking like in terms of what you're looking to achieve? Um, you know, are you looking to do a pattern around, uh, around an airport? Where, where are you planning on launching this thing from? Well, I plan to take it out to I-75, which is the most busy highway around here. Stop traffic to get like on the news and everything. And just punch the throttle and fly it like right through the middle of Dayton, like which is where I live, because you know the red bars and all that, and get as much publicity as possible, and probably go to jail on the same day. 
Sounds beautiful. Sounds like great ambition to me. <laughs> yeah, really Nail it. I'll take off a little bit. We'll, we'll, feel, we'll, we'll feel around ground effect, make sure everything feels pretty good. I'll land, I'll bring it around, and I'll just punch the throttle and just, you know, just take it around the airport. Sounds beautiful. That'll be it. Excellent. So no flips and rolls on your first two flights. No, nah, yeah, no, nah, not yet. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'll have the ERS installed. But I'm gonna. I, I don't. I don't know how I feel about that. Like, I still want to loop it. Uh, I'm definitely gonna do stall turns. Those are easy enough. Uh, sure, sure, sure. Uh, what else? What is your uh, expected highest altitude that you think you're gonna get a, get into? I don't know. I, I really would like to like fly up to like ten thousand feet in this thing because it'd be just fun just to fly around like really really high and then fly really really low. But my main goal for this airplane is just, is to stay pretty low. Because I'm expecting to cruise around 28 miles an hour in this 2832 miles an hour speed. So nice, 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 and putzing around. <laughs> really low. Like I plan to fly, you know, like maybe like five, six feet off the ground for the most part, like like right over like a lake or something. It just like come whizzing through the trees, like, like a parallel paramotor. But this is a paramotor with you know like three axis control, not like this. Sure, sure, sure. Right. I have, a, I have my private license, so I'm like, you know, I don't really have the freebie that flight test guy with, like, the paramotor training, and I really don't want to pay for that, so I'm like, yeah, I'm just going to stick with airplanes. That's a good way to go. <laughs> well, and, and the experience is going to be pretty similar to that of a paramotor, because you really don't have a whole lot in front of you. Yeah, I'm just hoping for more of an airplane thing, because I, I don't know, I, I, I get nervous, like, with strings and stuff, like, when you support by a bunch of strings, it's like... You know, what happens if, like, a hawk or something flies into your lines? I think I saw a video of someone have, that had that problem, and the hawk stick mm -hmm. tangled in his lines, and he crashed. But it wasn't that bad. Yeah, what, wasn't that yeah. just a uh, parachutist, not a paramotor? Yeah, yeah, I think it was a parachutist. But yeah, yeah, I think I've seen that, yeah. And, yeah, he went down pretty hard. I mean, he didn't, like, die or anything, but, yeah, he went down pretty hard. I think he was just yeah. a bird. He's like, bird, get out of here. He's tangled the thing and throw that bird food. Yeah, no, I, I, I've, I've seen uh, there, there have been there was one guy who posted on the PPG Facebook page recently. Uh, he was he just he took all of his paramotor equipment to Australia. He's flying out in Australia, and a great eagle was flying around him and was actually trying to attack the wing. Yeah. I'm like, uh, no, <laughs> that's not fun. Yeah, that's I feel safer with some aluminum glass wood and all that stuff. And I'm like, yeah, come closer, bird. Yeah, no, that's a hundred percent true. Yeah. So, with that being said, are you ha what? What are the gauges and equipment that you're going to be using to uh, monitor all of the uh, flight while you're yeah. sitting that, in the cockpit? That was a question from uh, our friend Keegan. Keegan. Oh. Yep. Yeah, uh, I'm going to tie a string to a rock, so it'll it'll be my it'll be a rough. Like that. <laughs> Perfect. Turn it back indicator. Yeah. I I really like the initial answers to these questions. <laughs> but no, I, I'll, I'll have an, an airspeed airspeed indicator and a uh, altitude. That's it. I don't really so so here's that. here's what I'm thinking of doing. I'm gonna cut this podcast with only your first answers, <laughs> and then I'm gonna move all of your real answers to the end of the show. <laughs> <laughs> well, funny thing is like, with the, with the, with this air, yeah instruments. I really want a G meter, but I'm like, you know, this is cost like four hundred bucks for a little thing. How many Gs are cool? And I'm like, screw that, because I, I really would like Could one. Because I, I really want to know how, what this thing does. Because you know, the faster you go and you make a sudden input, the more Gs you feel. But I mean, like, mm -hmm. it's really slow. Like, I don't think it could approach four Gs. I don't. I don't think it's possible unless I, you know, put this thing. You would not be able to do it. Yeah. 
But if you get outside of the flight envelope and get into trouble, then that's when it happens. Yeah, that's why. Uh, yeah, like, awesome. like like performing really bad aerobatics. Like you know, like I push the nose over, yeah. let this thing accelerate to about mm. hundred or so, and then just rip back on the they as far as possible. <laughs> I'm like, yeah. No. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we're not. We're, we don't want uh, Peter Taco. That, no. That's no, don't be talk to Peter. <laughs> <laughs> so I think it'd be more like ground beef. Uh. <laughs> oh, boy. Oh, this is going to be fun. Well, uh, Thai food is delicious, so. Yes. That is true. That is very true. Oh, and Ben Harbour just came in. Hey, Ben. There's no cannibals there. Yeah, I, th- I think uh, I think that's what I'm going to do. I've got three people who've all said that's exactly what you should do for the edit. So I think that's very possible. Uh, <laughs> um, <laughs> Episode coming out. So, yeah, yeah. Well, hey, it's a good excuse to get on a uh, get Patreon, right? Um, <laughs> bonus content. Um, so no, but in all seriousness. Um, do, while we uh, guys if you have any questions for Peter please continue to ask it's leading the conversation really well and uh, we're enjoying it immensely um, so let, let's talk a little bit about moving on from your big plane because you were talking a little bit you have some ideas of some future projects coming down the pipe any sneak peeks you want to reveal uh my brain doesn't work that well, so no. <laughs> <laughs> one track mind. It's a, it's, a, it's a very legitimate one track mind. Like, I don't know. I'm I'm trying to figure out like what I want to do after this project. I mean, it's gonna be a relief to have this thing off my neck because everything has been about this airplane, and this thing is a financial hole in the wall. Like, it's like really bad. Like, I'm spending too much money on this. Like, I'm not gonna re- re- recover my losses. I, I may, I'm just having fun too. So, I mean, that's my big thing. So uh, I'm not making money with this at this point. Sure, sure. Um, yeah, projects, I don't, I don't know. I mean, there's going to be a lot of fun stuff. Like I'll try to do some, you know, Christmas themed stuff, maybe something Star Wars related. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Star know, Wars yeah. related. Yeah, that'll be good. That stuff, so. Yeah. That'd be fantastic. All right. Very cool. Very cool. You guys got anything else for Peter? Well, I, well, I, I got a question because I, I watched I watched you build the the food related airplane, and do you feel like you cheated <laughs> by using the Phantom to haul it up and then fly it? Not at all. I feel not guilty about that at all. Okay, okay. Well, I had I heard someone say that, and I was like, well, wait a minute. <laughs> I, mean, yeah, I lost about you know like two hundred feet of altitude, but. It flew. It damn flew. I, I don't disagree. I just wanted to ask the question because I did hear somebody else say, well, they had to, you know, he had to tow it up like 250, 300 feet, whatever it was. I don't know. And but then it's, so I'm, it's, I, like, I did do controlled, like I did a controlled, like, like, like you did a circuit. Yeah. Like, and that was, and that was at holding an altitude. So I wasn't like free falling the entire time. So as long right. as that, I guess it counts. I, in in my all eyes, right, it right. counted. <laughs> so, super serious question: If you could repeat that project again, what would you change? Uh, uh, I don't know. Not I, doing it at all. 
I would probably like try to get the tortilla stuff and like get a giant sheet of that, or at least you know scratch, build my own. You know, like you know, make the link. Like that was a real you know quick project. Like if I were to really do that right, I can definitely do that better. Without it require like jigs and stuff, like you know, like making stuff out of steel and you know like throwing things in a fryer and you know bake mm. well with all the sections in it and then flying. I'm like, ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time for that. <laughs> ain't nobody got time. <laughs> All right, I, I do have another. Uh, I, I do have another one, and uh, who can you uh, tell us who uh, some of your inspirations are for some of the crazy projects that you have as well? Uh, it would definitely be Colin Furs if you haven't seen that guy's stuff. Like that was like one of the uh, like the reasons to start my own YouTube channel after leaving Flight Test because you know Flight Test I would not be able to pursue this project. Like that would get me fired really fast. I, I still want to build a giant pulse jet because of him. Hmm. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, he's crazy. I like. I love stuff he comes up with. So yeah, yeah. Like seeing his flying hover bike, and you know, I think I could build an airplane because I have some idea of what I'm doing aeronautically. So let's just put together an airplane for some YouTube views and uh, make an airplane. Sweet. <laughs> we had a very serious question come in from uh, Ben Harbor. <laughs> How many cameras will you put on the plane for Maiden? And the correct answer is no less than eight. Uh he's right on the money. Uh, hang on. <laughs> guys we seem to be answering all or asking all the right questions gonna, because peter keeps running away we scared peter away yeah. one of these little these, these uh these little uh tiny whoops and uh yeah my friend clay he's a pretty good pilot i'm gonna have him take off and i'm gonna have him fly through the center of the struts in this airplane while i'm flying so we're gonna <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome that sounds like one hell of a one-way whoop if it goes wrong. Yeah, if it goes through the prop, it's a one-way loop. <laughs> <laughs> Another very serious question. Will the doggo be on the uh, second flight? Uh, no, he's eating too much. Oh, <laughs> 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 uh, that's great. He's good for, for, uh, for your CG issues. Put him up in the nose, man. Yes, exactly. <laughs> and earlier... Yeah, he's like a Go on, big, sorry. Uh, big stack of weight, so I might put him in the nose. Right in the <laughs> I was going to say, earlier we were laughing that Peter and I experienced the same challenge vertically, and uh, that may be affecting his CG well, issue because there's not enough weight in the it's nose. It's not a vertical issue. It is a width issue. It's a circumference issue. <laughs> I, I yeah, could I solve that problem for you. Five, so that's not. it's not doing it. Yeah, no. <laughs> well, you've got to eat a sandwich or something. <laughs> yeah, Wendy, where are you? Oh, <laughs> uh, that's funny. Good stuff. Um, let's see. Will anyone be uh, flying a chase quad? Yep, I'm gonna have a chase quad uh, up there with too. you. It'll probably be an Inspire two flying around, and getting that you know good stuff. Good, excellent, good. excellent. So some aerial footage that we can expect to see as well. Yeah, I think uh, Eric Monroe, you know the guy. There you go. Yeah, I think he wanted to do it, so I might try to get him out. I might try to even get Dave Knopp out. I think he wants to come out and uh, do oh, something. Yeah. He back up in the area, or is he still down in Virginia? Uh, he's in Virginia. But I think yeah. he's uh, okay. he asking when a plane applies thing, so maybe we'll get like all of them together to do this thing. Yeah, that would be fantastic. Cool. Be awesome. Eric, David, and everybody together—that would dude. be awesome. Eric's the dude you want chasing you. Yeah. Yeah. Nice big reunion for everybody. That would sure be one heck of a shoot. That's for sure. 
Um, will you have anyone else other than Sam fly the Sky Pup? Did you not watch part one, what he did to the RC model? So that's... Uh, guy dies in homemade YouTube airplane accident. Because <laughs> uh, that's probably why I fly that thing. Uh, Cyborg FPV, one of our good friends who's been on the show before, asked, is FT going to cover the plane at all? Maybe for a small loan of $1 million, I'll let them cover it. (laughs) 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 I haven't talked to anyone from there uh, about this thing. I think they're all just too busy with their own stuff, so probably not. Sure. Yeah. Sure. And understandably, which is why, as a community, we wanted to make sure that you got... Plenty of attention from all of the fans um, who know and love you from the flight test days. Um, so obviously, we wanted to get you on and let you have your 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 say to the community about the the crazy fun project that you've been working on. Yeah. Um. <laughs> so, are there any projects that you've had um, that just either didn't make it onto the YouTube channel or that you were just so frustrated that you just didn't continue with the idea at all. Hey, should I show you this fidget spinner I made? Yeah. No, you didn't uh, say it. Yeah, I haven't seen I this. I did love it. Like, way before, like, the fidget spinner thing was super popular. Like, it was just starting to get legs, like, way back in November of last year. I was like, you know, this thing kind of sucks. I need to figure out a way to make this cool. But I never really did make it, and then it started to get really stupid popular. I was like, uh... Yeah, I'm not touching that with a 10-foot pole. <laughs> yeah. Well, we did make the fidget spinner gun thing, which is like, you know, up there, that big launcher. That's the fidget spinner gun. Oh, <laughs> oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> did you, did uh, you have a video on that? That's funny. Yeah, I did. I did uh, yeah, yeah, he did a video on that. Yeah, it's because I'm going to say, do not remember I, I remember this. that. It's, a, it's like a piece of steel that's like made into miniature lawnmower blade with a bearing in it. <laughs> Oh, that's, that's glorious. So he shot this at a brake cleaner that was next to some like uh, blow torches. So it, like you know what? Right. Oh, I'm gonna have yeah, to watch. You that just now. totally market yeah. that to uh, middle schools across America. Yeah, I was supposed to take it away from the teacher. Like, I just. Oh, I'm yeah. sure that's gonna go popular. My yeah, yeah, there. There was a question earlier, and I don't remember who asked it. I'm trying to scroll up to see, but they were asking if you were going to take any ordinance with you on the flight <laughs> you know i have to look at part 103 and what what, what the fa <laughs> what do you have a self-destruct button wait a second wait a second didn't tucker got get in trouble for dropping something as, as small no. as Some, water somebody, balloons somebody reported him and it's not illegal for it, him to do that no it is no, not no, illegal exactly. for him to do that Exactly. No, I, I completely agree. Yeah. Uh, well, just, er, everybody likes, you know, knows how much you like blowing stuff up. So we didn't know if maybe you were going to take some ordinance with you or not. Well, I'll, I'll, I'll add it while I'm flying it. So we'll do that. Okay. <laughs> oh, my now, goodness. Here, here's a serious, this is a serious question for me to you. Um, so uh, I, I have complete comp I, I have a lot of confidence in your airframe it, it, it's a very robust strong airframe I, I have I don't worry that it's gonna fail but here's what I worry about mm-hmm. oh Mike disappeared oh there he is um, what if an ES where will your ESCs be mounted where where I know you're putting your batteries up in the nose but one of those puffs and do you have you made any provisions or 
no. But um, what are your thoughts on that? Um, the ACs are going to go right next to the batteries. They're going to be up there. Uh, mainly to reduce the uh, the uh, the spikes, the voltage spikes that blow caps. Whatever people talk about. Right. A lot so they're going to be out. Yeah, they'll they'll be yeah. right next to the battery. So I'll keep them keep them within about twenty or twelve inches or so. Uh, my my friend Sam was t- telling me at this uh this UAV place we work at. They did a test with some kind of spray liner, where they sprayed the inside of cardboard with it, and they filled the whole cardboard box with eighteen six fifties, and they set the eighteen six fifties on fire, and the cardboard survived. Wow. So like, that's, that's Interesting. Yeah, yeah that's that's a great idea. Um. So according to Keegan. Uh, Keegan says that, Peter, the FAA allows you to drop objects so long as no person or property is put in excess danger. Cyborg then replies, define excess. <laughs> okay, uh, what should I drop? Should I throw a fire extinguisher out here just like throw it at someone? I mean, it's... it's, it's, it's right? I'm really curious if I can, like, if it's legal to shoot this from an airplane. <laughs> Uh, people, I don't know. Hunt from helicopters, right? I know. So that's what I'm saying. Like, if I set some steel targets, that's true. Probably, just have some fun, you know, just like playing attack airplane. Is is it a problem? <laughs> I, mean, I mean, my finger's on the trigger, so it, it, it's not like a remotely actuated trigger, which if it, with the ATF defines some kind of automatic weapon or something crazy like that. So, yeah. Uh, I don't know. I'm not. I'm not trying to get in like in the crosshairs of anyone right now. So. I'm going to try to post that stuff, but we'll mostly just fly for fun. That's what this is for right now. Oh, that's funny. Uh, we have a, a very serious question as well. When will plans oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, God. be out? No, 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 no. no. <laughs> Never. No, there's no plan. For the radio-controlled version. <laughs> this is going to be great. That's Here really comes cool. a whiteboard. Uh, yeah. Intrigue Here comes company. a whiteboard. Love that. Yeah. Here comes a whiteboard. <laughs> or a drawing or a sketch on his cell phone. I'm I'm guessing it's one of the above. Yeah. Oh crap! I'm sorry. This um, uh, I you, you know the thing I hate about Windows when it, when it mm, decides that it's Windows. Yeah. Well, yeah that's- <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's funny. Uh, trying to see if there's any. Uh, a few scented water balloons uh, dropped at various places would be funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, Recently, I think you should drop uh, Ziploc bags of Tannerite and then fly by and shoot them. <laughs> That's a good idea. <laughs> That's funny. Peter is in the process of hunting for something on his uh, Windows computer, which is why it's taking longer than normal. <laughs> Okay. And uh, funny story of all of us, I don't know. Uh, pa- Patrick is the only one who's using a Windows. Uh, oh, there we go. Plans. That that looks like solid works to me. Uh, AutoCAD uh, LT, but oh, there you go. There's just, that's, <laughs> that's the entire set of plans for this real airplane. There's literally nothing but a bunch of like just some Ooh. drawings and stuff and some scribbles. So that's why plan process for this airplane so that's why i haven't really submitted it anywhere because funny thing is a lot of people have asked me for like uh the design of the spar and stuff and all this stuff before i like an fda on it and all that uh, uh jazz but i'm like i would love to do that but the problem is i really designed this thing as i went so 
I have no idea uh, well, about most of this airplane because a lot of the stuff is undocumented as far as the real one goes. But back onto the RC plans, I do have the RC uh, uh, RC drawings on that thing as well. Basically, I scaled it down to about whatever whatever this guy works out to be, which is the model. So I'll, I'll actually just dump that whole entire file on the internet so you can kind of look at it and whoever wants it can uh, look at it. So you can you'll, you'll even get all the stuff I use for the real build of this airplane. Well, full-scale plans uh, equal liability, buddy. Um, you know, that that is something that – well, I think that's why Rutan actually stopped. Oh, yeah, with selling, the long easy. Right, yeah. yeah. Mm -hmm. He stopped selling plans because of the liability. Yeah, that's why I'm just going to throw this for free saying it's, it's not – these are not full-scale plans. These are just drawings for educational purposes only, blah, 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 blah. Do Don't do this at home. Yeah, exactly. Plus, there's, there's there's nothing here in this thing that I can really get you to what I have there, anyways, which is the real airplane. Because all, all the all the plans are like right in here. <laughs> you can call it that. Well, you know, I, I wouldn't. I definitely wouldn't want to have those out. No. No plans. No oh, plans. the RC would be fine, but yeah, I would not put. Yeah. Yeah, okay. well, all over those. This is not a full scale. Blah blah blah. Yeah, you know, yeah, the RC one's fine because I, I have all that. It's really just crude drawings, anyways, just side view and all that stuff. So I'll put it up there. Oh, my back hurts! Damn it! Sorry, I'm having sucks. Sucks getting old. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Oh, and just so you see, I am wearing the the official Peter Shreeple. Oh, yeah. look at that! Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> and I appreciate that. Got that from Flight Fest. So. So Peter, um, yeah, Adam wanted me to ask you if you enjoyed the B seventeen flight. Yes, that was awesome. Yeah. Well, uh, Adam, Adam actually got me on one of the rides when they transferred the plane from one uh one airport to another to give more rides. So that was actually like a like a long like hour flight, which is awesome. Nice. <laughs> It's hard to get on one of those things, I guess. But that was super cool. Like, probably one of the more crazier airplanes I've ever been on. Just the sound of that thing and how noisy it was. And it, yeah. it, even just imagine, you know, flying that thing and then being shot at, which is it just, it's insane. Yeah. Flying in yeah. sub-zero temperatures for hours on end with nothing but uh, your clothing to keep you warm. And, and you're just surrounded by thin aluminum, which could be preferred by any sort of a right. right. You you the, the your, men you could take your fist and punch a hole through it. That's how thin it is. It's it's crazy. Uh, the men who did that in the thirties and forties were real real heroes. I I couldn't imagine even coming close to doing that. Mm -hmm. <sighs> no, I took so, a um, ride this summer and it was it was fun, but it it was sure eye opening to say the least. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty much what like what what I kind of found out too when riding that thing. Really Not exactly. So, uh, ben Harbour, as we all know, Ben is our EDF expert um, in the flight test community, but also he is a Boeing uh, engineer. Um, ben would like to say, I was exceedingly pleased with your reinforced wing root pin joints. Good job on load path isolation. Was that even a consideration when you were designing it? Uh... I just kind of looked at the airplane designs and I was like, if they did that for a certain reason, they probably did it for a good reason. So I kind of looked at stuff and kind of thought about how the forces were being transferred through the airplane because uh, I have zero engineering credibility whatsoever. 
Like I, I have no degree involved in any of that stuff, but I do have a good understanding, or like if I could barely say that, of like uh, of how at least the spars are loaded and how they work. I mean, you know, I built a lot of airplanes and not very many of them have had the wings fold up, at least from you know model airplanes. There was that one time though. Josh told me to put a foam spar in the guinea pig, but you know that one folded up like a book. Now we have a paint six in this thing, Josh. So we put paint six in that one. So now you just get a nice crinkle of things outside of it, but nothing folds up. Oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. Uh, uh, speaking of Pat, in my school we're supposed to catch the students behaving well. With that, Pat, thank you for not pounding the table. <laughs> Uh, apparently <laughs> yes no I, I i'm sorry jim i i, I get carried away sometimes um, yeah you know. yeah you do that's all right um so pisa have you been asked by any uh schools or stem programs to come in and uh talk to them about what you're doing um with your build projects or have you have you been asked to come in and do like stem stem work for anyone else uh the thing about that, though, it's uh, some people kind of asked, but like they're just people that run classes or something. Mainly just wanted to pick my brain about some stuff. I don't know. I haven't followed up with too many of them. I've just been way too busy with that stuff. Sure. So, I don't know. There could be something in the future involving that. But right now, as far as my plans involved with any of them, not really too much at, at, at this moment. I may try to work on that Sorry, eventually, sure. you know getting some stuff into like a very small store for me because people keep telling me i should you know make a store sell some like merchandise and some small stuff i may even like try to like t-shirts yeah working like a small t-shirts the pins like yeah that'd be that'd be great not, nothing really tailored to like rc airplanes but mostly like a tinkerer's kit like here's a tyrannus you know it's it's got the most open-ended features and all that uh here's like the guide for like how to run servos into like RC stuff. Here's how to you know, sure you know manipulate actuators, whatever, and you know you gotta have foam. You gotta have duct tape. No foam. You gotta have CA. You gotta have <laughs> no different market. Josh won't be happy if I go into that too much. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you mean you don't want to sell fan fold no, foam no. over the internet and try shipping that? Nope, I want that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, but that's just fun. Oh, that's funny. Uh, let's see. Trying to see if there's uh, a couple more. Oh, this is a good one. Uh, Bobby Alderman. I'm sorry. Bobby is asking, are you going to make a 3D printed plane? Yes. Yes, definitely. Make, I'm planning on making one of those. Um, Fantastic. Right now, I'm still learning about, you know, like Fusion and CAD because I'm kind of an idiot. So I'm I'm figuring that out as a go. Mainly yeah, that's stuff, fun. So... I really want to design a, a Grum and Goose, like a seaplane. Oh, Ooh. dude, that's 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 one I've been wanting. That's one of my favorite airplanes ever, and I want to build a model of one of those soon. I would sell my soul for a Grum and Goose. I would tell you oh, that right now. That is like the one plane I would just love to have. But I have you did did you ever see the show? This was way back in the eighties before you were probably born. But it's called Tales of the Gold Monkey. I think I heard about that. But I don't think I've seen it. Oh, it's fantastic. Got to check it out. <laughs> okay, I'll, I'll don't laugh at me, Joel. <laughs> Recommendations from Pat are usually uh, not well, um, not well received. You can, here. you can trust me. Oh, Allison just turned around and said, "Not advised." Thank you. It, trust <laughs> me on this one. It's good. It's all. It, it's it, it's pre World War II Grum and Goose. It's all good. <laughs> no, it, 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 it is very much like what. Um, it, to me, it seems like 
it's what uh tailspin was based on the cartoon tailspin seems to be mm. based upon that series yeah i guess i'll have to give it a go if i if i can find it on uh, netflix or something yeah um next full-sized project or are you going to stick to small projects after the plane small stuff for a while i know i don't plan to do these for at least uh at least about like five months good times good times no way i don't touch this thing with a 10 pole this plane is nothing more than a huge money pit at this <laughs> as is i think that that that's what most people say about full-size airplanes is there and boats as boats, well yeah. is the other one boats and airplanes is you buy them and you constantly constantly spend money on keeping them up yeah. oh that's funny but i might try well, one smaller though like i think i might try to fly try to build something similar to a uh, like a powered paramotor because like my goal is to fly mm. about that slow but I want to do it with at least two axis controls. So I may, I might do like a like a play with more dihedral that's super lightweight that uh, you can slip on with a backpack and run to go fly. So I might try making something along the lines of that in the future. Sure. Pat, be- Pat and I, Pat and I actually talked about uh, the possibility of uh, doing a ground effect airplane that you could actually ride in. Yeah. That'd be interesting. Yeah, that's actually might be one of my winter projects too. Like a like a like any chronoplan. Like yeah. Chronoplan. Like just yep. you know, just a few mm-hmm. it, but like like do the flying sleds for real. Oh, yeah, that would yeah, yeah. Fun. That would be fantastic. That'd be great. I've always wanted to build a hovercraft with wings. You could always you could use a a lawnmower engine or something like that for something like that. Yep. Like a snowblower, take a snowblower motor and uh, turn it into a, a a thing like that. That would be great. Yeah, I got two. All right, these guys right here. There we go. There go. So we, or you just hijack him off the plane. That's fine. That's fine too. <laughs> All right. Uh, anyone else got any other questions well, for Peter before we start to think about wrapping this up? Cyborg actually asked if uh, Peter ever worked out what he's doing for a parachute. Oh, uh, yes. Uh, one guy had a parachute on the um, on Facebook. He was selling it for a thousand four hundred. So I was like, you know, that's like the next size up, which is not really what I'm looking for, but yeah, thousand five hundred beats you know three thousand five hundred for a brand new one, and it doesn't expire mm. till twenty nineteen. So I was like, all right, you know, I'll just pull the trigger on that because I'm kind of broke. In the uh, the GoFundMe did help a lot because that pretty much paid for that parachute. So awesome, good. I'm right now trusting someone to pick it up uh, down in Florida and bring it back up here in the next week. So I'll either figure out if I have a parachute <laughs> or not. Awesome. If you need if you need someone in Florida to hold on to it for a little bit, I'm here. <laughs> it just depends yeah, on where. Florida, so. That's uh, the, the one guy said he was going down there for like a vacation, so he's he pick it up for me. So I'm like, okay, I'll okay. trust that you'll do cool. it. Fantastic. Good deal. Well, so, if you need if you need help, let me know. <laughs> so you're not going to flight flight fest south, I take it? Probably not. Not unless Josh calls me and says like, hey, uh, here's some money and uh, here's a trailer. You want to bring that way down here, or just show <laughs> up? Uh, either way, I, I'm not. I don't really have any plans to go in there immediately because I'm I'm too broke. Yeah, me too, buddy. Uh, that's yeah. why I'm not going. <laughs> uh, we'll miss you guys. It's going to be a fun little weekend. I know how it goes. But excellent. And uh, trying to wrap up any questions here on the chat. I don't. Uh, will you? Ah, this is a great one from Keegan. Will you fly the plane to Oshkosh? <laughs> <laughs> uh, maybe if I like, if they're like, uh, 
charge it up like every 300 like times or whatever. <laughs> I, don't, I don't even know how I would get this thing. Oh, I actually might plant a trailer and bring it there, but you know, you probably get, I don't know if they ground you if they think it was too sketchy or not. I mean, the plane's not really sketchy, especially once everything mm -hmm. actually gets fixed because uh, a lot of stuff people complain about in the YouTube comments, you know, like, oh, you don't have a safety wire. Those turnbuckles are like, duh, I'm still taking the airplane apart. Why would I safety wire the turnbuckles if I'm removing them every five minutes? The people are being ultra critical about that crap, so I'm like, I don't know. Uh... People like to feel important. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Come on. Yeah, there, there's, there's, there's a lot of internet experts out there. Yeah, exactly right. Uh, don't believe any of them. We, you're, 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 too, you're better than they are. Here's a question, Peter. Uh, Jim uh, says, I would like to eat at Peter's restaurant. Where is it at? Uh, if you Google Tix Thai Express, that's like T-I-K-S, uh, Thai Express, you'll find it. It's uh, it's in Dayton. It's, it's like where, uh, close to where I live. Cool. Very nice. Very, very nice. And the food uh, is fantastic, too, by the way. Yes. <laughs> yes. We got to experience that at Flight Fest 16. Mm -hmm. So thank you very much, Peter. <laughs> we still have a food truck in the backyard, but we're not sure we're going to do that. We might sell it. Not sure, though. Oh, the food truck? Yeah. The food at the restaurant is better, though. So you come to the restaurant, you'll you'll have a even better meal. There you go. Nice. Phenomenal. Next time I'm in Dayton. <laughs> All right, guys. You got anything else for Peter before we uh, let him off the hook here? I would love to talk with Peter uh, all night long, but... We all have to, I get we all have to get up in the morning and uh, yes we do and, uh, yeah good times and uh, you've had alcohol and pain meds so oh, you're yeah. in a great state can you, of mind can you tell? <laughs> yeah you are all zen right <laughs> no, now you're, you're, you're not all. sleeping at all so no oh well uh, okay so Peter yep there there is one podcast somewhere out there mm -hmm. it's an adult only flight test community cast <laughs> patreon subscription i laid right down on the floor went to sleep and snored and snored you forgot the snoring part pat i said instant the entire ending third of the show is him snoring away and all of us trying to figure out who the hell was farting as we were recording. Ugh. And it's this kid over here snoring his butt off. Uh, it was hilarious. But no, anyway, uh, what I would like to say on behalf of everyone, um, I, I have to say you have certainly inspired many, many DIYers out there. Um, your, your projects are hilariously fun to watch. I think it brings out the inner child in just about all of us. Um, you're certainly doing things that I think everybody here would love to be able to devote time and energy towards. And it's amazing to see you do what you do. We fully, fully endorse what you do, Peter. And if you need anything from us here at FTCC, you let us know and we will be more than happy to get anything, any resources or anything, whether you need to be connected up or if you need additional help, let us know. We will always be or here to support you, brother. If you just want to come on and advertise something. Absolutely. Yep. Exactly. I mean, we, let us know. We, we don't have near the following that you do, but, you know. <laughs> yeah, you know, in case you don't have an outlet for something. <laughs> yeah, exactly. 
So feel free to come in, update us with all of your up upcoming happenings and so forth, and we'll be we'll be more than happy to have you on again. All right, yeah, make sure to tune in for the live stream with Baden Flight. Oh, I can't yep, wait. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, oh, we'll, we'll definitely be there. It'll probably be like the flight right after the maiden because you know, I don't want to be on a broadcast being made on the on the up you know ground. So. <laughs> well, yep. I'll cheat a little bit. Like, this is a sneak peek, so it might be a bummer for some of you. But we'll do the taxi test. That'll be live. I'll land. Probably. I'll charge up the batteries. I'll probably do an actual flight, and then we'll go live for the second one where I'll take the camera up with me. We'll talk about it. I'll throw the camera out of the airplane. Get my camera out. Sounds beautiful. Questions and whatever. So it'll be a good time. It'll be a great time. Excellent. Excellent. We'll awesome, we'll man. definitely be around. We'll definitely pump your stuff out through our channel. Yes. Uh, Peter, if anyone wants to get a hold of you, please share your social information if it isn't too abundantly obvious already. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm really bad with that stuff. I'm sorry. But like a lot of people like message me on Facebook. I, I don't even know what I want to do with my Facebook anymore. Like I can't tell who's what. Like people are fan page. Make a fan page. Well, I yeah. gotta be honest with you, Peter. I'm even surprised you ever respond to me on your Facebook Messenger because I know you must get thousands of them. Yeah. Well, it, it's like it's like if I can remember a name that seems familiar, I'm, I'll probably respond to it. You know, I'm really stupid with names, so that's that's a crapshoot if you're lucky enough to be in that category because I can barely remember anything. I I, I don't know. I'm, I've had a real, real social issue with like memory names. It's like really, really bad. So mm -hmm. I'm the no, same I'm way. You're not alone. Yeah. <laughs> I'm equally terrible with names. I was gonna wander around Flight Fest this year with a pad of paper and a pen because I'm that horrible with names, and I still didn't do it. Uh, but yeah, if, guys, if you're looking for Peter uh, on YouTube, he is under Peter Shrupal. Uh, very easy to find. Um, his project list is immense and awesome. Uh, definitely go check his stuff out. Uh, we'll certainly pump your um, YouTube channel out with the podcast as well. So we'll get all of that in the description. Uh, so please all uh, see all the information on uh, his stuff in the podcast description below. Gentlemen, do you have any final thoughts for Peter before we share our socials and get on out of here? Peter? Yeah, go ahead, Pat. Peter, I have great confidence in your ultralight. I think it will fly great. Um, coming in underweight, I think you're going to be shaving ounces. But uh, I'm, too. I'm looking at my like, oh, it's going to be like ten pounds under under the weight. But that's yeah, that's yeah, I'm like, no, oh, it's going to fly like a piece of crap at that at that point. I, I'm no expert from, but from what I see, it's very well constructed, and uh, I, it, I think it'll fly fine. Yep, that's what I'm hoping for, but, like, it's going to be a pig. I'm, I'm going to have my hands full a little bit, like, at least getting it around the pattern, at least if it's as underpowered as I think it's going to be, without blowing an ESC or something. There you go. <laughs> yeah, well, me. well, I'm let, pretty sure I won't hope. walk away from whatever happens. Yeah, well, let, let's hope that everything goes well, and we wish you well, and we appreciate you coming on and, and visiting with us for just a little bit, and I know all our listeners do as well. So, Peter, Absolutely. be safe. Thank you so much. Thank you, guys. Yep. Love, absolutely. Love the content of your channel, man. Yes, it's absolutely. It's good stuff. Actually, yeah. before we go, um, any suggestions for projects that I should do in the future? I love that ground um, effect idea. Yeah. I absolutely love that, that ground effect awesome. vehicle idea. That's, that's, if you can pull that off. That's kind of why I mentioned it. Because <laughs> oh, so, I so know Mike's you have. trying to get he and I off the hook here. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I'm, I'm you know, to well, we're never going to do it. 
Yeah. I never have time. Exactly. <laughs> Love you, brother. Alrighty. Um, honestly, I, I can't think of anything that I, I wanna wanna suggest because I I could be I could say something that there's, is a terrible idea. There's there's one thing I would like to see happen. One thing. And that's okay. if, if David if David Vindestal ever gets back to the States, you and him need to get to, get together and collaborate on something because it would be unbelievably fantastic. We were actually talking about some of that stuff. Like, so it, there might be something to work. <laughs> I, I hope there oh, is because it would be and, and, and not trying to take anything away from what you're doing. But God, Rocket Knife and Rocket Katana has been stupid good <laughs> hilariously fantastic <laughs> that's the best part like i like that david still you know coming back and making more stuff too that's cool yeah 100 yep. 110 yep. Right. yep so here are some more suggestions that are popping up on the chat uh more bullets oh, yep go for it well it's for sure yeah Rotary I, uh, something. I gotta do a, like a 3d printed speedboat that's on the list like a real easy to build speedboat that you can use quadcopter motors with like no drive shaft so i'm thinking about doing like real simple stuff that anyone can build so that should be good. Collective pitch tilt rotor. Oh god. Uh, gas quadcopter. That's a cool. Yeah, simple stuff. Collective. That's hilarious. Yeah. I'm thinking actually about a steam powered <laughs> quadcopter, like a legit steam powered quadcopter. Oh, like steam. Interesting. Oh, that, oh, that would be, be really so interesting. Cool. Or steam powered airplane. That, that's also on the list too. Oh, that's All fantastic. You should you, oh, you should yeah. connect with um what's his name the heli guy um to get the uh, flight controller to get that set up that would be really really fun uh, someone whoever remembers the guy's name who did the collective pitch i, I know um, who you're talking about and i can't think of the name um, it was the q500 or something like that yeah yep yep it was the 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 thing that looked like a, a race car anyone yeah. who remembers who i'm talking about make sure you leave it in no it wasn't alan sasbo i don't know who that is chris thank curtis you youngblood. keegan, keegan curtis youngblood thank you keegan <laughs> this is why we rely on the younglings to remember information because That's goodness it, knows i don't thank you yes i know i'm young but i forget things all the time <laughs> hey, way to be young and sober keegan. yes exactly right see allison allison's i've got allison's support behind me so we're good I do. <laughs> All right, guys. Well, uh, let's go ahead and share our socials and uh, let Peter out of here as well so uh, we can all have a restful Sunday night. Pat, you want to get going? Uh, you can find me on Facebook. I'm Patrick Sean Murphy. Uh, you can look me up on YouTube as well. My YouTube channel is really boring, so you probably don't want to do that. Um, other than that, I'm oh I'm Earth I teach on the uh, flight and that's about it. Mikey. Okay, I'm uh, Mike Finley on Facebook, and I am the magic one everywhere else. T H E M A J I K and the number one everywhere else, and that's Gmail, uh, YouTube, uh, Twitter, everything. So um, that's where I'm at. Beautiful. And uh, for me, uh, as, as you guys can tell, I'm back doing the podcast now for the remainder of the year in the foreseeable future. I would like to say real quick, 
Happy two-year anniversary to the FTCC. It is official today is our two-year birthday. So happy birthday today. October 15th is our two-year birthday. So happy birthday um, to the Flight Test Community Podcast. We officially got this thing started two years ago, all because of you guys listening in. So thank you, guys. We would not be here. It's all Mike's fault. It is all Mike's fault. Um, and uh, he's blushing. He's adorable. Um, so, guys, we got some. Uh, we'll, we'll follow up with more information uh, coming up on the next show. Um, but we have some really fun and exciting stuff coming up. Um, uh, you can find uh, me on Facebook as Joel Cannon. You can find me everywhere else as Baby Brit FPV. That's Baby Brit, B R I T underscore fpv on uh everywhere else i am trying to put some more content out on uh youtube you can expect a video out from me most mondays on my youtube channel um i'm posting some footage from this weekend where i fpv'd a radian <laughs> so we'll we'll talk about that a little bit more on the next show um but guys uh from all of us you can find the podcast on facebook at the ftcc podcast um you can also find us um, on the internet at ftccpodcast.com. You can find our contact information and email on the website as well. And now, brand new feature, you can leave us a voicemail. Yay! Yeah. So if you want to hear uh, your voicemails, we'll, we'll do a better job of who's coming up so you guys can leave questions in the comment trail and also leave voicemails for our future guests. The phone number is 802-465-FTCC. That's 802-465-FTCC and that's our voicemail you guys can connect with us through that uh, we'll, we're going to add a follow up section for the upcoming show so we'll be able to follow up with any questions that you may have for Peter in the next show um, and for everything else guys uh, from all of us here at FTCC thank you guys so much for listening Blue Skies and we will see you on the next one have a great night Thanks. take care everybody <laughs>